met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. episode of Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee, and for tonight we're being joined by a fitness instructor and nutrition enthusiast who has some very interesting perspectives. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Daryl Hopcutt. Now then, Daryl. How's it going, mate? What's going on? <laughs> Good, mate. Yourself? Good. It's, uh, I think this is the first podcast I've done with someone who is uh, a fellow Brit. Everyone else yes. is <laughs> across, uh, across the water. Nice one, mate. Yeah, uh, I've not had that many um, British guests on. I'll be honest with you. I'll yeah. On top, yeah. Maybe two, three. Yeah. It's not. Um, as co- it's which... not as common over here, eh? No, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, like, like the me audience. I've got like, I think it's about thirteen percent British, and mm. mainly like, like. 60% is from the US. It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I'm not complaining. Um, I mean, I love it all. Every guest that comes on is unique. And, I, you know, I, haven't, I don't think I've had a bad, a bad podcast yet. I've always um, enjoyed them, which is that's the main thing, isn't it? That's, pre- that's pressure for me, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure, mate. Just be yourself. Just be yeah. yourself, though. It's sound. Um, yeah, so before we begin, Daryl, would you want to let everybody know where they can get hold of you in case you've got any questions? Yeah, so you can um, generally, I spend most of my time, um, whether on the internet or on the phone, would be Daryl Hopcut. So my name, Daryl Hopcut, which I'm guessing people can see. Daryl Hopcut Nutrition is my Instagram handle. And most of the time, it's just ranting about food and nutrition and kind of where we've gone wrong as a as a society and how people are, are getting unwell and basically getting unwell from the advice that we're being given by so-called experts in uh in the nutrition in the nutrition <laughs> yeah. field well first start mate um food eating is probably my favorite hobby <laughs> i love eating i love Same. eating um I mean, what, especially where you are, do you want to get like plenty of pies and that over your way? Plenty of pies, and yeah, so I'm I'm based in York, um, God's country, some people say. Yes, yes, lovely York. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of pies. Would Me and the missus just uh, had some fish and chips tonight. Oh, nice, mate. Which is like cooked in traditional beef drippings. That's the way that they've done oh. it since like the beginning of fish and chips, and then they started switching over to vegetable oil. But the place that we go does it the traditional way, um, which is like my grandma, my grandparents all used to have like beef drippings on toast, yeah, which yeah. is a complete, like people don't do that anymore. It's lost. And people think yeah. it's unhealthy, which is even worse. 
you know, mate, you can tell the difference when you go to a proper chipper and it's, it uses beef dripping and one that uses vegetable oil. You can yep. tell the difference. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, good that you've got a good day. And there's not that many good chippies about as well now. Not anymore, mate. Again, it's a kind of like proper a... English ones. It's like yeah. a lost art. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's... It's kind of what I, I like. A lot of people always ask me, kind of like, what's what's British cuisine? What's what's Britain known for? And I think chip is pretty up there in terms of like, yeah, it is, yeah, what we're known for. So I, I, I you, you'd think that we'd want to keep it like at the highest standard because when when foreigners come over here, that's kind of what they they know us for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what what what's the Greg's like over your way, Greg? So what got me? There's got to be at least two or three in York. Yeah, York's got it's got <laughs> it's got better it's got better, but it's it's a lot of a lot of chains, so a lot of Greg's, yeah. Um, which I'm I'm not the biggest fan of, to be honest. No, me me too. I agree with you on that, mate. I'll tell you what. The last time I went York, there was uh, I think it was the real Cornish Pasty Company, or something like that. That's a big yeah. giant fuck off pasties. That, yeah. Is that still open? That. Yeah, it's my, yeah, and uh, like downtown yeah. New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I could, I could, I could talk food all day. Like, I, like again, I'm, oh, I'm, all about, yeah. I'm all about the health and nutrition of food. But at, at the heart of me, I'm just a big foodie. Like, I, I love, yeah. I love all sorts of food. We're, we're going to, uh, me and the missus are going to Scotland next week, which is just going to be an absolute. Oh, food. nice. It's going to be a food nice. tour, basically, of of Edinburgh. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, we're just all our trips are, are food centric. Oh, I tell you what, mate. Right, if you go making all this, um, there is a baker's on Lady Lawson Street in Edinburgh. It's yep. called Preachers. Preachers, Preachers. Is, you know, like um, yeah, Preachers Cafe. It's called. It, right. It's it's just it's it's sort of like sort of opposite uh, Edinburgh Castle, mate. You will drool at the Scotch pies from the fucking fantastic. My yeah, missus will be, uh, she'll yeah. be happy to hear that. <laughs> but you've got to go early, though. Oh, it's get, sell out get, get busy. Yeah, yeah, sell out dead quick as well, mate. But yeah, it's lovely. Um, so, I know you um, you lived in Canada for a bit, Daryl. Um, yeah. And you came over, back, back over to England. What, um, did you notice anything different when you came back? So, I mean, yeah, I left to, so I've got, I don't know if how it sounds to you. And a lot of people tell me that my accent's kind of like a hybrid now of, of, of like Yorkshire slash Canadian. Yeah, you sound like York, Yorkshire. And that's basically because when I went over there, I went over there in 2016 for a start. Yeah. Um, and Canadians don't have a clue what any of our accent is apart from, the London accent. That's all they've heard on TV if, in, when it comes to English. So me and you speaking, they think it's some kind of fucking medieval, <laughs> medieval yeah. la- la- language. <laughs> they don't have a clue. Like when I'm saying water, they're like, what do you mean water? I'm like, water. And they're like, okay, we understand it when you fucking talk like a Canadian. <laughs> um, but yeah, spent six years over there. Loved it. Um, met, met my missus out there and, and kind of have three dogs together and everything else and then Not during nice. during the uh last two and a half years when it started getting a little bit crazier in the world we 
had to make a decision in 2021 to come back to the UK, which I didn't want to do. To be fair, like I, I, I love, I love England, but my home felt like it was in Canada at that point. Um, yeah. But if anyone kind of follows of what's been going on in Canada, it's almost like the the testing ground for the for the world, like Canada and Australia. It's like they test what what how far they can push it in terms of this last two and a half years with everything else how far they can push it and then they present that to the rest of the world so Canada was like the first place to have like uh vaccine passports and you needed a QR code to get into a gym you needed all, all this documentation to do normal stuff for example my, my wife now who's fully Canadian she can't she can't go back to go and see a family because she's not vaccinated so uh, it's it's just I saw the country that I loved kind of go into shit basically, yeah, um, yeah. and then I was like, you know what? Let's let's give England a shot because it seemed like it was getting a little bit more normal here, normal in quotations, but it seemed like it was getting somewhat a little a little better. So we moved yeah. back a, a year ago, um, and then yeah, been living in York and just trying to find our way and. Just yeah, that's, that's 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 pretty much been it, mate. Yeah, I mean, do, do you know what I, I found uh, very strange is you know, well, like when all that kicked off with Ukraine. Just before then, that was when uh, the truck drivers were were having their thing in, in Canada. Mm. But as soon as Ukraine started, you didn't hear anything else in Canada. It sort of just vanished. I thought that was strange. It's funny, eh? It's fun. like even now you don't hear much about Ukraine, right? It's like the back burner. Yeah. It's like <laughs> if it's not popular, then it goes away. It's uh, it, it's it's it is funny because it, it they they drive it so hard it, it, for an agenda of a certain subject, and even like the let's say the monkeypox thing, right? That's going on now. Oh. They they they, they, <laughs> they tried that like three weeks ago. And it's like it's like they're a marketing. It's like the people that push this stuff. It's like they're a marketing company. And if it doesn't hit properly, they try it again. So now this last week they've been trying it again. It's like the yeah, rebrand. True that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I guess they must sort of feel embarrassed to some sort of extent. Yeah. Um, it's it really is. It's it's baffling. It's. It's just what 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 do you think is going to be next? You know, that's my that's my favorite question to people. Like what? Like I always say, like where we're going to be in a year. Um, and I'm not I'm not sure, mate. Again, it seems like they they just they they push things. Even now, like with like what Biden getting COVID, like that's oh. they're the plan they're the plan there. Yeah, where, definitely. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's to move on from COVID to push something else because if if he survives, then everyone can fucking survive. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. like I yeah. I don't know what the plan is. Or is the plan for for him to? But I feel like he's always been a stand-in for eventually for Kamala to be to be president. Um, so I I don't I don't know what's next. I think this monkeypox is going to get pushed to death. I think. Yeah. 
until, until people start getting terrified because they push it, push it, push it. And if they don't get a reaction, they, again, they kind of back off a little bit and then come back with something even scarier. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what, that's why I was thinking like they'll try it, try it again. And then, it, it, you know, if it fails, which it most likely will, they'll come up with something else, something yeah. new. Well, what I um, found, what, what I was saying the other day to our, our mutual friend, Teresa. Yeah. Was I found it really interesting, and I kind of made the te- I made the connection in in Tesco's, which is for anyone listening to know what Tesco's is. It's if you're from the states, it's like a Walmart, I suppose, um, and from Canada, it's like a Loblaws. But you know those couple of days where we had that heat wave last week, yeah, where it was forty degrees, which is it's that's hot for England. That's really hot. Um, but I mean. We've, we've, it, again, it got made. It got made into a massive thing, and pushed really hard by the by the media, almost in like a scary way. I imagine yeah, if you're if you if you're an older person and all you have is a TV set and you watch the news at six p.m. every night, that's the only information you have. It must have been terrifying. Um, and the next day after that, I went to Tesco's and I was like, "Why is there more people wearing masks today?" I don't understand. And I was like oh shit it's it's like ptsd because the news the day before was selling this heat wave like they were selling covid and people didn't yeah. re- it's, it's like the fears come back and they're like okay mask because that's just been their natural response to anything is like mask up yeah yeah um, that, that was it was a fast that with the the heat wave last last uh, week um, yeah. i mean like you said i felt sorry for those people like it in like elderly care homes, yeah. Because like you said, all they've got is a television there. Mm. Most likely no air conditioning, so it would be like being in a flask anyway there. Yeah. And it's just that where they've got the media filling their heads full of bullshit. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I've I've seen some older folk wake up a little bit. For instance, my grandma who she didn't even want to get her what what she on second booster. She didn't want to get it because recently she's got a Facebook account and she's been doing some, uh, I, 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 I haven't had this conversation <laughs> with her, but I can tell by the way she speaks to me, she's been digging a little bit deeper and saying, oh, it's all rubbish anyway. Like she, she understands that this doesn't make sense. That's good. But she's almost, yeah, it, it's, it, she, she's been pushed by other members to, Oh, go and get your booster. But she didn't even, even want to participate in that because she's she's gone a little bit deep and she's like, this doesn't this doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, it doesn't, does it? No, no. And and, and that won't, won't be the end of it. It'll be booster after booster after booster. It'll just be every year. You need to get your booster. You need to get your booster. Well, Canada now is every they've put some every nine months they've recommended it. Every nine months. Yeah. A new, a new one, a new booster every nine months. Again, that's why I think Canada's like it's like the testing ground to what what yeah. they're, what they're gonna try elsewhere. I, I mean, we already know kind of like Trudeau's clicks with with uh, Klaus Schwab and the yeah yeah the the World Economic Economic Forum. Like he's pretty deep in there, and I feel like it's just again they use Canada booster every nine months and. Unfortunately, some people are, are happy to do that. I call it the the unlimited subscription plan. So it's like forever you're on that subscription. Once you start, you fucking never get off it, basically. 
Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? You know where you, where you lived in uh, Canada, Daryl? Yeah. Um, did you live near any uh, native, you know, like Native American? Um, like tribes? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. So again, I lived, I lived in Toronto. So it was like, that's their version of London. Like it's, it's kind of like, they say it's like the Canadian New York, which it is to be fair. It's massive and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's really big. Um, but I am interested in that culture a lot because a lot of people, and this used to like, used to be like pretty strange for me. So when I was in Canada in 2018, they celebrated um, Canada's 150th birthday, which I was like, yeah, okay, let's. I love Canada, let's celebrate, but Canada's a lot older than 100. We're talking about Canada's white 150th birthday. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Because the people before had been here, the Native Americans had been here for thousands of years. I was yeah. just disregarding them. So I, I took it on my own to learn more about them because I, I don't know if people know that, that, that listen to this about like the the schools and stuff that they, when they took the children from the Native Americans and, and put them in reservation schools and basically taught them the, the white men's way, as they'd say it, and, and taught them to forget everything that was, was native to them. So I, I'd go and visit um, uh, sites with like petroglyphs and stuff and uh, go to national forests where native people lived. And it, I never got to meet any, um, but, just seeing kind of again like the petroglyphs on the stones and learn about how they lived was was awesome and it, it, it's 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 just sad how like a lot of Canadians like believe their history is so young they always say like oh England's so great it's so historical I'm like yo you have so much history too it's just been washed away yeah it's uh, it is fascinating the the um, the native the, the law that's what I was going to ask you about actually about the law you know like the the cryptids like Sasquatch, mm. Wendigos. Just wondered if you'd heard anything like that would be in Canada. Um, well, I'm I'm big on that. I lo- I I I I'm, I'm especially like Bigfoot and stuff. I think I, I'm I'm heavily interested in it, and a lot of the sightings do happen kind of in like around Canada and also up in the the North Pacific West in 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 the US. So like Oregon and Portland, that like where it's like really really dense forest, right? Yeah. But the Native, the Native Americans had, I think, 200 words for Bigfoot. I mean, Sasquatch was one of them, but they had 200 different words to describe Bigfoot. And there was clearly seeing something. A lot of people like to say, oh, well, it was, it was a, a bear standing up. But these, these were people that maybe, but these were people that were around bears all the time. And I'm pretty sure they'd be able to tell the difference between a, a bear standing on its hind legs to a, a bipedal ape. Which, you think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I, I'd be pretty. And again, they have 200 different words for this for this being. My belief of of Bigfoot is is that it's interdimensional. Hence, why it's it's so hard to spot and so hard to track. Um, I, th- I think that's where. I think Bigfoot comes from a different dimension, and uh, uh, the, I like spe- that. And the species that Bigfoot is, because it's not just one, right? But I think, I think the species that Bigfoot is, it comes from a different dimension, and then occasionally gets involves itself in this one. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. 
And they that do say like sense. they do say like out in the forest and stuff like that that cloak between our realm and the the other dimensions, the other realms is a lot thinner. That's why you see. That's why when you go out into places where there's not a lot of human beings, there's not a lot of a big belief that that I've read into recently is that all, all this EMF, all this technology is kind of making that it's making that crossover between one realm to another even more difficult to pass through because it, it it's 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 this clouding kind of that crossover gate but if you go somewhere like again like dense forest where there's no electricity there's no wi-fi you can probably see some strange things happening yeah yeah is it that's like they call it the veil i think yeah yeah they do yeah you're right yeah yeah it's, it's, uh, it's really fascinating yeah, did you hear anything about like Wendigos? You would have to tell me about that. I don't have a clue. What's, what's that? Oh, that's why I'm asking you. Wonder if you heard anything about because it's mainly about it in like Canadian law. Okay, what's that? Uh, Wendigo is like a sort of like a skinwalker. Oh, okay. Um, no, I to be honest, I never did, but right. I, I've I've done a lot of uh, a lot of research on like skinwalker ranch as well. I know. I know, kind of. Yeah, that's fascinating. Like skinwalker around, isn't it? Pretty cursed area. Yeah, yeah. Um, fascinating and, and, and terrifying at the same time. It's like I, I'd, I'd love to go, but I, I, I don't know if I'd have the balls to stay there overnight, or I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I think there's, there's like like with the cult rejects. Um, they did the, the five parts on it, and it was uh, it was incredible. Because mm. um, I mean, they, they, how deep they went researching it, it was like nobody else has gone that deep before. Yeah. Or the direction that they went. Oh, I love it. I love it when people cool. do deep dives and put everything into it. And uh, I mean, I'd love to go. I'd love to go there and just just experience it. But again, I'm I'm not. I know stuff like that in terms of energy can sometimes follow you. I'm just not sure that I'd want to, I'd want to uh, attract anything like that. Yeah. You do hear about that, don't you? Like, um, like, like the, like you're saying about energy attaching itself to you. Mm. You about people. But did you watch the series on Skinwalker on the History Channel? Yeah, I did, mate. I did. I, I, I and you know, when, when I first saw it advertised, I was really, I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. But it's just it was classic kind of like history channel. It was like over a bit over dramatized. I'm not sure kind of what they were doing for the show. I I, I loved the aspect of it, but I just didn't know what they was kind of making. It's like the I suppose like the curse of Oak Island, right? Like you don't know if it's it's, it's if it's legit what's happening and yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I I'm I I'm a massive believer that something is happening there, but I don't know during that show if it was just put on for tv sake yeah yeah but i liked I think, it still. Um, i liked it yeah. I'm, I'm i'm a big fan of, like ancient aliens and stuff like that i watch that stuff as well yeah they're, they're brilliant aren't they yeah it's just, just there's been just a bit too many of them though <laughs> i don't know how many seasons has been to ancient aliens but there's been a lot <laughs> there's like like 17 seasons mate that's what i always say like, seasons because like i i love it and like I will sit there on like a rainy Sunday and just watch episodes I've watched before and pick stuff up and, and I love it. But 
like you said, there's been a lot of episodes, and some of them you can just you just know like they're the filler episodes, like they've got no they've got nothing, and they're just like ah, this is I'm like you should have just fucking skipped this one because like it's sometimes they're reaching for stuff, but other times they're on the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what episode it was, but it was sort of some sort of like Egyptian. Um, a light bulb or electricity, what, what they uh, thought they'd found. I thought mm. that was quite fascinating. Yeah, it's, well, there's, there's hieroglyphs of that, right? Where they show, they show like the light bulb with a coil in it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And again, that's a, a lot of kind of what, I, again, I'm fascinated by, by Egypt too. And um, I, I think Egypt's a lot older like in, in the sense of the pyramids and the, the the Great Sphinx, I think I think it's a lot older than what we've been taught. Possibly, yeah. I, I I think if you look into it, I don't know if you follow um people like Graham Hancock. Uh, I don't make no. I, I've heard of him. I just don't don't follow him as such. Yeah, so he, so he has a lot of books, and basically he's is a British guy, but he's he's obsessed on the idea that the the the, the Great Sphinx ha, has water weathering and obviously Giza Egypt is, is a desert so it's strange that something would have water weathering on it um they tell us that the sphinx is is 2000 years old the last time there was any decent rainfall or any kind of thing that would even even make any kind of water marking on in the desert was was 12000 years ago coincidentally that coincides with the last ice age so he's proposing that the sphinx is potentially 12,000 years or older because it shows that it has markings of, of of water damage which again in a desert is pretty rare yeah yeah Sweet. yeah it says um doesn't make sense does it really it doesn't and you know what like people say oh is every a lot of people say oh is everything a conspiracy is everything is everything a a, a thing i'm like <laughs> for the most part probably but I, i'm i'm satisfied with the first answer but I, I also look past that and i look at okay well maybe the first answer is correct maybe for instance let's let's use the pyramids or whatever let's maybe they are two thousand years old okay but there's other evidence to look at and that needs i suppose debunking for me to fall and beat chips all in on the one theory i think we should look at no matter the scenario whether it's whatever we should look at every possible conclusion uh and that's what i spend a lot of my time with in nutrition because people think it's just one lane that you have to follow and it's actually the human nutrition is one of the most complicated things and, and it's, it's frustrating it's that complicated but it's it becomes difficult when, again, like you say, stuff like Egypt or even nutrition, when people for the last hundred years have written books and given degrees out to people. Once they've done that, they're very reluctant to change because their whole life is based around that one idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you, you... Are you aware of any... Um, ufo activity over your way like your um i 
Yes. So I forgot its name, but the largest monolith in, I believe, Europe, but let's just say UK for this for this argument's sake, but the largest monolith is in a little village near Scarborough, which is just on the east coast of England, if anyone doesn't know where that is. And it's the largest standing monolith, and it's about 10,000 years old, and it's been brought over from, I think they've carried it 10 miles from the coast to where it is now in this churchyard. But there's been reported in this little village of massive UFO action, and it's normally around that 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 particular standing stone. Um, I personally haven't had the blessing of seeing any any UFOs. I'd love to. I'd love to be able to. Me too, mate. Me too. <laughs> I, to, to, no, actually, that's a lie. We 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 did one time driving to so my wife's parents from Ottawa which is like a, a five hour drive from Toronto. And it's, yeah. we, we drove there one night, so clear sky. And we saw this thing in the sky and it was just, my wife pointed out to me, cause I'm always looking for stuff, but she pointed out to me. And that's when, that's when I know it's, it's something because like I look at something and I'll try and sometimes make it something. But she, yeah. she, was, she, 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 she probably questions a lot more. And she was like, Daryl, look at that. And I was like, what? And it was like this, it looked like a star, but it was moving about in such a way that it, it can't have been, unless it was bouncing off things, which is impossible. But it, that's the one time I've seen something. I was like, that's that's definitely being controlled. And the way that it's moving so sharp corners and edges, yeah. it, it, ju it just seemed like it was uh, nothing that I'd ever seen before personally. But again, I've not been lucky enough to see enough of that. But that's the one time we did, I suppose. That does sound uh, quite fascinating, that way. And I, I, the reason I ask you is because um, I don't know if you're aware of uh, an author. He's a, a British author called Paul Sinclair. I think I, I think he's is he uh, a bald guy? Yes, yes. I think he's based around Bridlington way. I think he's been I think he's been on Ancient Aliens quite a bit. Oh, has it? Yeah, I think when they go oh, to right. like, talk to different people, I think he's been one of the talkers on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's written, he's written a few books. Uh, Truth, Proof, I think they're called, um, okay. where he's documented, like, you know, witnessing uh, UFOs and strange phenomena. I think mm. that there is an older base around Bridlington Way. Uh, I know one of the, I know the biggest UFO thing that happened in UK history. history Rendlesham Forest, yeah, which is, is Suffolk, right? That's that's not it's not Yorkshire, but I know that's kind of that's at, they say it's our um, Roswell type, don't they? Yeah. Our our Roswell, yeah. That's which that that story is fascinating. That that's a real fascinating story, and they've that the people that are involved with that have stayed true to that story the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, uh, I, I've been. Talking to Paul on Instagram, hopefully trying to get him on soon. Okay. Know, discuss his um, his experiences. Um, fascinating, mate. No, I, I mean, I, I love it. I, oh, is he yeah, I might, I might, I might pop and visit him. Yeah, yeah, it's not too far from me, really, is it? It's like an hour, an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's lovely though as well, Bridlington. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice. So all the seaside towns are nice on there. Got Burlington, Whitby, Firely, they're all nice. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, I didn't realize you lived so close. Yeah, sure it is. Burlington is from. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was uh, I just get a quick search, but yeah, it's um, nah, interesting. It's good to good to know. Have you heard of any um, Sasquatch law in England? Any Sasquatch in England? Yeah. I, you know what, mate, I haven't, I've never even, I, I you know, what? <laughs> we go on forest walks quite a bit with the dogs. We have, uh, we have three pugs. So, uh, I call them, uh, wolf pigs because they're descendant of wolves, but they act like pigs. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, did that, you, that, did you bring them over from Canada? Brought two of them over. Yeah. Brilliant. And, That's brilliant. And, that. Well, the amount, the amount of people that asked us kind of like, oh, when we was, book planning our leaving and everything everyone's like so what are you gonna do with dogs when you leave i'm like bring them with us. you don't want to do with dogs when we leave we're gonna bring them with us like like i'm not gonna leave my it's, it's like my kids i'm not gonna leave them yeah yeah like but it was a nightmare to be fair it cost us about three ta- three thousand pounds more than it should have and we had to go to paris first because the uk has a rule about flat-faced dogs flying in um and paris Seriously? Yeah, they 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 don't allow them to go in in uh, cargo, which I agree with. I wouldn't want to put them in there. Uh, that would be they, wrong. And they don't allow to put them in cab- cabin either. And but Air France does. They they allowed them to go at the bottom of our feet. So we flew to Paris and then got a, a ferry from edge of France to New Haven, which is like the fucking butt end of England. And then a five-hour drive from there up to York. But, yeah, I mean, I we do we do a lot of forest walks all the time around here. And I'm always joking with my wife, Jasmine. I'm always like, oh, Sasquatch around here. This is this is a Squatch country. But I've, I've never actually thought about that being a, a logistical, like, actual thing in the UK. I'm not sure if you've heard. Have you heard of it in, in England? I've heard of it, yeah. But... Um, I don't know, mate. I, I, I'm, I've, I've never called anybody a liar for saying, you know, they've seen this, they've seen that. But until I actually see it with my own eyes, yeah, then I, I'll remain sceptical, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I, again, if I was going to say, you know what, if I had to put my, if I had to put money on where I think a squatch would be in the UK... I'm always gonna go like Scotland. It just feels yeah, like Scotland, yeah. you know what I mean, like the Highlands. I feel like that would be perfect. It's got fucking deer to feast on. I feel like that'd be a perfect Squatch country if if it was gonna be. Speaking of like cryptids and everything else, I I was telling my wife of a day, in fact, about there's always been sightings in Yorkshire. I think since the 1950s of uh panthers like big black cats like huge panthers yes yes they're always asking aren't they and i don't know how far that goes across the uk i know it's big in yorkshire i don't know if it's uk wide and from from my belief that was people used to say it's because uh an old circus in the 50s had cats and they got loose and everything else and that's it but yeah there's always sightings of big cats in the uk like huge ones yeah yeah um, or like the black dogs. Mm, yeah. That's been a big thing as well. But cats, is, especially around Cornwall, where 
like the down, you know, like down the yeah, yeah, like like the south, right, right, southwest corner. Well, mate, we're, like when we're going to Scotland next week, we're going to Edinburgh, and my first thing was to like, okay, let's look how uh, let's look how far Loch Ness is from from Edinburgh. It's it's three and a half hour drive, and I, I proposed it to the missus, but she was like, no, I want to do it. I, I don't want to drive. Just I'm like, I really want to go. I, I really want to go and see uh, 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 go and see the Loch Ness, but yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen this trip. It's pretty far up to be if it's pretty far high, like it's like near Inverness, but yeah, it's, I'll go there soon. Yeah, it's a first trek. Um... I think the uh, Bullskin Alps, what was on Loch Ness, I think that's burnt down now. It's burnt down a few times, but I'm not sure if they've rebuilt it. Alistair think... Crowley, Crowley owned that for a point, didn't it? Yeah, I saw... Do you follow those conspiracy guys? Um, I don't, mate, no. So it's just, a, a again, it's just a podcast who they go, they go deep into conspiracies and They'll do like five hour, like like you said, they'll do a deep dive on, let's say Bigfoot, and they'll do a five hour episode on it, all about Bigfoot. But they, the guy who does that, he recently, I follow him on Instagram, and he, he recently went to um that house, and it's just ruins now. But he always wanted to go there and and check it out. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it looks like it looks like it's just like you said, being burnt down and ruins now. Are they um, Irish? Spooky guys. They are Irish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I have I have heard uh, a few shows like over here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's when I saw that house. It looks like it's just derelict and just not yeah. much there now. But I mean, the history is there, which is if you're into that stuff, it's yeah, it's it's worth the trip, I'd say. Yeah, I'll try and I'll, I'll have to dig it out, find out. But you know what I'm about the Sasquatch in England? Yeah. I'll dig out the. Um, Info I've got on it and send it you when we've finished. 100%. Um, but yeah, around, around uh, northwest, like around Manchester, way, I think it was. Mate, I'll be. Uh, I'll near be, a I'll Tesco be... as well. I'm sure it was near a Tesco. So. <laughs> I'll be. Uh, I'll be travelling over if it's if it's there. I'll be trying to find one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, mate, we've had on it. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm fascinated by it. even like the the. You know, like the classic footage, the, the the first ever footage of the one, you know, like the, the classic one where he's walking through the forest those guys got? Yeah. Um, oh, what are they called? I think it's from like the 1970s? I forget the name. But like that, again, that just, it, I, I don't think that's ever been debunked. Um, no, no. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating. I do believe there is there is something. Um, like I said, with that, I've recently come to my belief that I think it's interdimensional beings. Hence, why? Because a lot of people like to use the argument, oh, well, with our modern day technology and our lidar and all our stuff, where we can look through forests and we can look, we'll be able to find them. They're so big, we'll be able to see them. The forest is so dense for a start, but secondly, I, I don't think they're from here. I think they come and blend in between. Um, yeah. that, that's what I think anyway, but yeah, I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Hatterson and Gimli. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. classic, that, isn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you think of that? Do you think it's, um, 
true. Yeah. I mean, th- th- see, here's the problem because I want it to be true. Yeah. And that's where I've got to have a. <laughs> that's where I've got to have an internal conversation with myself and be like, okay, I want it to be true a lot, but I, I, I even with that, I personally think it's. I, I think it's legit. Yeah. I like that. I like it. And, and and again, there was there was an animal that lived and it coexisted alongside modern day humans called Gig- Gigantopithecus. Yeah, I've heard about that Gigantopithecus. So, and that basically, if you want to say something was Bigfoot, that's basically Bigfoot. That's a that's a, a bipedal giant ape. Yeah. And it, it again, it lived alongside modern day human. It lived alongside us. Um, and again, that's that's that was around. So it's not it's not impossible. And it, again, you go back to Native Indians who were not just saying this in the sense of oh yeah, well let's just make stories up. When you read their stories and and their accounts of it, it. It, it's pretty clear they seem very sure about what they're talking about and what they're seeing. Oh, 100%, mate. They're as good as worship Sasquatch. They have it on yeah. the totems for the tribes. Yeah. You know, and I mean, the law, it's... Um, I wouldn't doubt anything that they would say anyway. No. They, they seem to be pretty certain about it. Have you ever heard of an entity called an Iliad? I have not, no. No. Why is that? It is. I think the third generation Nephilim. Okay. Uh, interestingly, that very similar features to um, a Sasquatch. Really? Yeah. You spell, it's spelled E-L-I-O-U-D. Hmm. That's that's the one thing I do like about the states, though. Like the state, the states has so many cryptids. Yeah. And I, 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 I think again, like I don't think all of them are legit, but I, I, I think the native Indians were very, very, very spiritual, and I think they had potential to cross over again to to these different realms, and and and. Again, like a skinwalker, like like a skinwalker is yeah. basically dogman, right? It's effectively the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they knew of these these entities and these beings, and they was able to cross over in between. And from what my belief is that us living in this realm, this dimension, every being wants to be here. They want, I, 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 from what I've read and understood, that being in the human form, in the human figure, feeling, having emotions, going through relationships, living a life is like the ultimate, it's the ultimate life. It's the ultimate way of, of, of living. And a lot of yeah. these beings in these other dimensions, they, they, they want that more than anything. And again, that's when they, they, will try their hardest to come over and and be that or again maybe possess or control somebody who knows but yeah. i think it's where a lot of it stems from that a lot of beings are trying to understand the human life um 
not that well, I think the weather fucking most amazing thing in the world, but I think it's pretty life itself is pretty uh important and uh I think I think again I think a lot of things on the other side of the realm if it's bad they want to experience what we're experiencing it's kind of an aggression to try and come over here yeah yeah and and again that would make sense especially when you hear people like being possessed Mm. by um they, they call them demons are they demons who knows right i know i know who know it, it's and again like it, when you're i suppose selling your soul who who are you selling that to are you I, is that the deal you make like i i i don't know how how you feel about this but i've been reading a lot recently about kind of reincarnation and kind of the i think the egyptians thought that when we die we will keep coming back and living the same life over and over again until we basically perfect it. And that's kind of why they explain deja vu, because we keep living. When they say like, oh, yeah, you'll come back somewhere else. I don't think that. I think you come back as you. You just keep living the same thing. I think that's why time is constantly... I think time is all at once. So like things that happened... I don't know, a thousand years ago, then people are still living that and they'll come back and just a time that me and you was born in is just our time to come here and 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 be tested and go through a process. Yeah. And we do bad things, we do good things. And then at the end you judged and you come back. And I think I, I think that's maybe plausible. Who but again, I I don't know. I don't know. I think anything is possible though. Yeah. hundred percent. 100%. I'm, I'm open-minded to fucking anything, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think you've got to be. Mm. Uh, although I've met, I've met and almost pretty much lost friends from being just close-minded people. I don't, I don't care if you don't, if you don't believe in the stuff that I want to believe in, or if you don't want to, if you don't want to think about other things, but it, it's, it says a lot about a person when, for instance, if you was to bring up Sasquatch or Bigfoot to somebody and they were just to go, nope, not real. Nope. Don't want to talk about it. Like, okay. Like, well, yeah. I know what kind of person you are then. Like if you, how, how, you're not even saying it's 1000% real. You're just saying, let's look at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I mean, there's one thing that I'll always respect anybody else's beliefs. Mm. Um, because there's that many, like I said, there's that many possibilities. Yep. Yep. No, when, I... when you get somebody, if somebody's who's doubting someone immediately without even listening, they're not the sort of person you want to have a conversation with. No, it's um again, I've I've, I've lost friends from being close-minded, and I, I I love I love discourse. I love talking to people and discussing things. That's why I love doing podcasts with people because I think. <laughs> Like the one thing we don't do now is actually conversate with each other. We don't talk about anything. And that's why we find ourselves arguing and and being frustrated with each other because we don't actually sit down and have a conversation to actually understand each other's viewpoint. Yeah. 
show you that, mate. So, um, what time are we on now? So, you know, like, like, uh, yeah, you, you, is that your main job? I think so. You're um, a fitness instructor. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, ma mainly nutrition. I, I did used to do like the the personal training kind of thing, but it's I kind of lost touch with that. Um, but mainly, mainly nutrition now, kind of helping people with food. The one thing that I've realized over the last few years is that people do not have a fucking clue how to eat. <laughs> like they, they, <laughs> they just, they just don't. I know me and you, we love food, but like people, it's almost like I'm a big believer that if we're, if we're going to have the concept of schools, if we're going to do school, then you should have a course. I know we do cooking in English, in English schools, like the cooking classes, but there should be a course on like, not a massive one, but a small one on like nutrition science. Like understanding, I agree with you. You know what I mean? Understanding what a food is. Like, yeah, and the benefits from each food that you're going to get from. Yeah, exactly. Not just fucking baking a cake. Like, yeah. But like un understanding like what's a protein, what's a carb, what's a fat, what's the benefit of, of this and that. Like, because people just do not have a fucking clue how to eat food. And that's why you see a lot of unhealthy people really struggling and they think they're doing the right thing. But the, the, for the most part, they're, they're just fucking, they're just pissing up the wall because it's, they, they've never been taught how to, I was like that when I was a kid. I, I never got taught how to cook or or eat properly. Too, I'd, I'd, I'd eat garbage. I'd eat shit all the time. Uh, but, I mean, back then, we didn't really have much of a choice. But now, no. there's that many different options for food. You can't eat healthy. Yeah. You know, it's not all. Whereas back then, it's like, I, I remember growing up, I never used to see chilies or fucking ginger or stuff like that. I never used to see it. Mm. It well, was just... Uh... I'm, uh, I'm big on... I think we need to look... And this is where I kind of lose people. And I, I kind of stop from saying this. But my philosophy on food is... the We started getting unhealthy... And we start our bodies started getting smaller. And this is not my theory. This is this is actually proven data driven science. But we started getting smaller, we started getting weaker, and we started getting cavities and everything else around ten thousand years ago. And that is because that was when agriculture started. Not that it's a terrible thing, like there's benefits of that because that allowed us to have food readily available yeah. and be able to eat a lot of it. But what that did do, that made most of us stop being hunter-gatherers. So we didn't have to go and work for our food a lot of the time. We were eating an abundance of grain, an abundance of plant food, which was totally unnatural to the human being, which we basically evolved on, on meat, fat, most of the fat came from from uh, animal carcasses or, or bone marrow. Like when the when when our ancestors discovered that they could crack open a bone, what a big animal had been eating from, and they could crack open a bone, there'd be bone marrow in there. That's that's what I think 
basically turned the human brain on. I think when, when we started getting those fat-soluble vitamins and started getting all that protein, when we came down from the trees and stopped eating and leaves and, and just started eating, we started cooperating and conversating and hunting big animals. That's when we were fucking apex predators, which you put us out in the wild now, then we're not going to do well. We're not going to do well at all. Yeah, I agree, mate. And, and again, to go back to your point of like, there was no ginger, there was no this. Like, you're right. And I, I, I think there was, uh, there was no broccoli in the UK until 100 years ago. It's crazy, man. It? it really is. And a, a big thing that I'm big on is I, I tell people all the time, and vegans don't like to hear this, but I like to say it to them, um, is plants are trying to kill us. And that may sound strange to most people. And it does sound crazy strange because we've been told that vegetables are our best friend and we should eat them and they're the healthiest thing in the world. But what people don't understand is that we evolved on one line. Animals evolved on one line, probably the same line as humans because we are animals, but let's say there's two different lines. And then plants evolved on another line. Plants are rooted in the ground. They can't move. They can't run away like an animal or a human would, or they can't fight back. But what plants can do and what they do very well is create chemicals. Plants are alchemists. And believe it or not, everything on this earth is, is not for human consumption. Plants put out chemicals, even like broccoli and, and cauliflower, even like plants we see in, in, in the grocery stores, they, they, they put out chemicals because they do not want to be eaten. Which, again, yeah. pe- people find baffling when they hear that, but they don't. They don't want to be consumed. They want to live and reproduce like everything else on this, on this planet. That's um, it's fascinating. And it's, uh, that, that, again, what, what vegans don't like to hear is when I describe... So like nuts and seeds. I know a lot of people like the nuts and seeds and even grains, grains are seeds, like bread is a seed, uh, rice is a seed, oatmeal is a seed. They're all seeds. But the way that I describe them, and again, people don't like this term, is plant babies. Because that's what they are. They're the babies yeah. of plants, the seeds. And what a plant does, the, the, again, the most chemicals in a plant are in the seeds because that's the most highly defended part. Like every other animal on this planet, you protect the young. And yeah. when, when you chew a seed, you're releasing chemicals that may not be the best for your body. But again, we're, we're told that this is super healthy for us. I, I, our ancestors would make things like sourdough because that, that, that makes the bread less toxic to the human body it ferments it allows the bacteria to ferment and eat the stuff or they'd sprout stuff by sprouting stuff it's allowing the seed to grow and the seed then relaxes and doesn't put out as many uh, chemicals i'm not saying these chemicals don't kill you but what i'm saying is there's certain downfalls that people aren't looking into so for instance like broccoli cauliflower kale they're all from the same family they're from the mustard seed We've just hybridized them and made them. They're not natural plants. You're not going to find them in the wild. Yeah. But we, we've hybridized them. And what they do is call, they're from a family called cruciferous vegetables. But they 
impact the human thyroid. If you have enough of that, that can impact your thyroid. Um, and a lot of people don't aren't aware that eating that food, which is deemed super healthy, can actually have pretty nasty effects on you. You don't know why, because again, it couldn't be the healthy broccoli, but sometimes it might be. Yeah. Crazy, mate. Crazy. Yeah. Well, um, Daryl, a fucking fascinated conversation. Yeah, it really was. Um, we're going to wrap things up now. Do you want to let everybody know they can get all of you, please, mate? Yeah, mate. So you can find me again, uh, normally ranting like I just did about nutrition. Uh, so my oh, yeah. Instagram, Instagram handle is Daryl Hopcut Nutrition. Um, I also have a podcast, which I've just started. Uh, four episodes in it's called return of the human podcast that's on us on spotify and it basically that's again it's just i feel that we've lost our way as human beings and um i speak to people that kind of i believe that are on the right path as human beings and kind of not lost in in what's going on now and but yeah that's where you guys can find me if you uh want to chat or want to ask any questions nice one mate what was the your podcast called again mate return uh, of Return of the Human podcast. I'll check that out, mate, anyway. Nice one. Um, right, Dan, thank you very much, mate. I'm going to stop recording now. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, mate.